gentlemen, welcome to the Friday Wrap-Up with Greg Campbell, Paul Stevenson, and David Warren. Get the latest of what's going on in Ottawa when it comes to real estate, mortgages, and whatever else they want to talk about. Have a coffee, some laughs, and learn something new each Friday at 10 a.m. Hello, hello, and happy Friday. Welcome to the Friday Wrap-Up. My name is Paul Stevenson. I'm here with Greg Campbell and David Warren. We're here to talk about real estate, mortgages, Whatever the heck else we want to talk about today on February 5th, 2021. I like it. Hey. I like the intro. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It seems so it seems so scripted. But uh, <laughs> but it needs to be said. It needs to be said. I'm just I'm just still fascinated by my look right now. It's I know. Got a halo great. above you. You got uh party going on in the background. It's a little so fascinating. I like the uh, blue panda look. We actually just recently had a few done for referral, but they have a little bit of the choppiness around the head. So like from here, like you have the logo and then from like around my head, there's like a, a glow around my body of, <laughs> of pixelation. <laughs> okay. We like you, well, uh, we like you pixelated. Yeah. Yeah. How's the week? Everyone, everyone's like, uh, everyone's drained. Everyone's feeling, uh, it's, it's funny. Like we're, we're all kind of like just worn out from the week. It's wild. My week was pretty wild. I had a lot, a lot to do and I was on the road, um, quite a bit. I bought a new vehicle this week, but a mm. 2019 Kia Sorento, you know, seven, seven seater. <laughs> Uh, it's great. It's great to great to get into a new vehicle. I had a lot of um, a lot of things going on. Offers. I got three new listings coming up. I'm very excited about that. There's one really big one coming up. One point two million. Full renovation. Elmville Acres, thirty five hundred square feet. I would probably buy it if I was in the market for that. Backing on Hillcrest High School. But uh, yeah. Anyways, you'll see it. You'll uh, you know we'll talk about them. We'll, we'll talk about them next Gregory, Friday. send me that, send me that, uh, the details of that listing. I might have somebody, uh, that's looking uh, in that area. So, well, well then I'll send them to you immediately. <laughs> that's, and that's all we need. That's all we needed for this week's show. So yeah, we got, and that's it. Done. Deal <laughs> closed. Just showing, just showing our listeners that this is, this is how simply we get deals done. You know, <laughs> Greg says, I have a listing. Dave says I have a buyer. And that's got to work. <laughs> God, imagine if it was like that all the time. Uh, that's the Ottawa market in a nutshell. Yeah, I've actually, you know what? I've been seeing, I've been seeing way more APSs this week coming in from uh, Perth and Renfrew and all the little outskirts outside the city. I think people are just fed up, to be honest, with with shopping in the city. I think, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I think people are getting frustrated with shopping in the city. Maybe not fed up, but they. The opportunities that so. are coming up, you know, I just saw a bungalow yesterday just off Stittsville, Maine, listed at 499. The lot's like, you know, 70 by 70 by 100, I think, or something like that. Like, that's not selling for 500,000. Like, why? That shouldn't be priced at that point, you know? Um, I don't know. I think. Uh, there's, I think there's still a. I, I think there's the a big problem problem with pricing. the pause. I didn't know if you were frozen. I didn't know if you were frozen yeah. or not. Paul, that was quite the pause you had. There's. <laughs> There's there's quite a big issue with pricing right now. And, you know, it's like, do we all just start pricing 100000 over and that's just the standard? And then offers are, you know, back to that? Or do we leave it where it is right now and then things are still selling 100 to 150 over? 200 in some cases. 
you know, when you see something come out at 500, now you're just like, oh, well, that's low. We know what they're trying to do. They're trying to get 200 over. Yeah. Because the ones at 550 are getting 150 over. So we know what you're doing at five. It's like, why don't we just price it at six, 625 and get 640 for it? And then it balances out. But who decides that? You know, I've spoken to a few people this week, two realtors that have said that they have people that are ready to sell their houses, but they can't find anything to buy. So they're not listing. You know, they want to buy before they sell, which makes sense, or at least know that they have something to buy before they sell. But I think a lot of people are in that position where it's kind of halting the market because they don't want to take the chance of listing their house without knowing they have something first. And to get something first, there's so limited supply that, you know, they can't do that. So a lot of people are kind of stuck in the stuck in the mud of wanting to move, but not wanting to take that risk, right? Or, or perceived risk. The funny thing, so yesterday I had a funny conversation with a, a realtor I work with regularly and, and, uh, and we have clients that, that bought a, a, lar- a large home in, uh, in Carlton Place. Um, but it was one where there was actually conditions and, uh, and we were, and, and we were talking yesterday, but how he's, you know, you were saying how nice it is that after the inspection, he actually gets to put some words to paper and actually, you know, negotiate a couple of things after the fact. And uh, he's like, you know, it's, it's wonderful. He's like, I actually, I actually like, enjoy this. He's like, I haven't, I haven't been able to do this in like a year and a half. Um, yeah, it is nice. It is nice to be able to do that. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I've got. It's like you were saying with buyers. I've got a couple of uh, friends of mine. We're going to list their their uh, row home in Riverside South, and we kind of started looking at stuff last year when I was like, "We can definitely sell yours for six twenty five for sure." And they're like, "Okay, great." So they go to the bank and they're approved up to eight twenty five. So so we start looking. We lose a couple time keeps going on and now it's like everything they want is 950. So I say, well, I'm like, now we can get 700 for yours four months later. And he goes to the bank and he's like, I can get 950 or a million if I want it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of that change. It's like, wow. Yeah. And I've had a few, I've had a few uh, buyers that have said that same thing, Greg, where, you know, I pre-approved them for 500 and, and they've said, well, you know, we're, uh, you know, John or Peter or whoever, you know, spouse is getting a promotion in, in, in a year or six months. Do you think we should wait? And I tell them, I said, you know, the house that you're looking at now at 500 is going to be worth the value of whatever you're going to get pre-proof for in a year from now when that person gets that promotion, you know? So mm-hmm. I've had, I've had two individual clients recently that I've talked about promotions. One had a contract ending and was starting a new contract. Uh, and the other was taking on a new uh, part-time employment and they were asking like with guaranteed hours and they're asking how that would affect their buying power. And I was just saying like with the way that the market is going, the home you buy today at 500 is probably going to be worth hmm. 550 or going to sell for 556 a year down the road. Yeah. So you're, you're not getting any further ahead by waiting, you know, that uptick in yeah. income isn't helping. No. Yeah. Uh, uptick no. in income isn't helping. Like in your case, Greg, it's it, the only thing helping them is that they're actually able to put more of a down payment because they're, they're getting exactly the house and that's push, pushing them up and it's kind of going in uh, uniform together. But exactly. It'll be interesting to hear. Yeah. So next week we have Emily, Emily uh, Murdoch coming on from uh, she's, she's an appraiser. So she actually uh, independent, right Dave? Independent. 
Um, Independent appraisers, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. she's, she's going to come on and she's going to go over basically, uh, you know, how she assesses properties in this market and just the ins and outs of appraising. And I think that'll be very enlightening for us and, and also for listeners because, you know, it, they're the ones that ultimately are, are defining what the price is for both the lenders and the insurers at times, right? So, uh, like the CMHCs of the world. So, I mean, you, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I want to know how they're, how they're, other pricing things these days, you know, mm-hmm. like if, if you're, if we're all in real estate and I mean, Greg, you're actually listing houses for people. Uh, and we don't really know where to bolt, like put that dart on the board. So as a professional appraiser, like how do you, how do you find comparables for things that are selling? Yeah. And changing and changing daily. And the, cr- the crazy thing is I talked to, um, uh, who I was talking, who was I talking to yesterday? Anyway, I was talking to, um, to an agent and, they were saying that this appraiser was in talking about how busy they were saying that they have, they did like nine appraisals like in two days. And I, and, and you know, there's always that conversation about why do they take so long to get their reports done? And it's like, well, if you're doing nine appraisals in two days, obviously you're going to take time to get like, it's going to take two weeks to get a report back. But my question is why do you even book an extra appraisal until the next one is done? It's like, it's like a home inspector just doing home inspectors for a week and then writing all the reports, right? As opposed to doing the inspection, then doing the report, then it's finished, which is what appraisers should be doing. It's like, I, I think that that should be something monitored or, or policed by these, you know, by federal law. Like they should just be done. It's like, seriously, it should be like, you do an appraisal, you do the report, it's done. Because now what's happening is you do it, you do an appraisal, and then you don't get to it for a week. Property is going to be, like, the price is going to be different than it was a week ago. Mm-hmm. So then what's, I mean, which is not necessarily a bad thing in a market like this, but I mean, it's just, it's confusing. I, I don't think it should be, I don't think it's it should be working like that. So I, yeah, I, like, I'm, 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 I'm anxious to talk to Emily so I can ask that question and see what she thinks about everything and see how she does her business. Pause. No, I'm not frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Very that was amazing. Um, anyways, yeah, that's just my, my comment on appraisal. What, uh, just going back there, you were talking about the million dollar level. Do you want to get into that article? Yeah. So we, I, I saw an article yesterday, and I think Dave, there was a few kind of floating around just about um, the surge of million dollar homes in Ottawa. So uh, Jan, in Jan, just January of this year, there was over 60 homes that sold for over a million dollars. Uh, compared to in 2020 when it was uh, 16. So four times the amount of homes that went for mm-hmm. over a million dollars, which, you know, I, I remember five, 10 years ago, million dollar homes in Ottawa were almost laughable. Like, and you'd be like, a oh, million dollar home in Ottawa. Like, what are you, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? You know, unless you're in maybe the Rothwell Heights <laughs> or some very, very niche neighborhoods, you know, yeah. um, now with 60 homes selling, that's almost 10% of the listings, right? I mean, if you're saying there's six, 700 homes for sale right now, and 60 sold in January for over a million. That's that's 10% of the homes in Ottawa selling. I, I'm making that stat up, but I mean, that is the math. I mean, it's uh, 60 homes, 700 listings. Um, you know, it's almost 10% roughly of homes that are selling for a million dollars. I bet that's going to triple in the next three months. I'm seeing yeah, you think it'll see, I think it'll triple. I'm seeing it everywhere. Like all these listings are coming up right now. They're listed at $899 a year ago, $650. Like eight ninety nine, I'm like a million bucks. Mm. I'm I'm working on one in Beacon Hill right now. It's it's eight. I think it's eight sixty. The last sale was uh, last sale was eight fifty. Sold for nine ninety wow. in in November. 
Oh, like a, this one's a little bit smaller, but still, it's like this is three months later. Million bucks, million dollars to live in Beacon Hill in a single. And what, what street is that? What street is that on? That's on Duff. That one's on Duff. The one that okay. sold at nine ninety was on Oak Dean. A million bucks on Oak Dean. Wow, crazy. <laughs> right? Oh, that's a stomping. But, that, but, that, but that's what I mean. If, if, I'm, if we're talking about Beacon Hill like that, like what? That's going to be like, I mean, they're already hitting those numbers. In like I did a flip last spots. year in Beacon Hill. <clears throat> Go ahead. Like I, did a, I, I did a flip in Beacon Hill last year on Styles, and yeah. we sold it for, uh, it was a, sing, a single detached, four-bedroom, four two full baths, uh, and we sold for 630 or 650 on Styles. Last year? And, and, you know, yeah, last year, last it sold last January, I think, or February, and uh, and it was like six fifty, and it was like the highest for the streets because uh, we, you know, it was brand newly renovated and whatnot. But single detached, and yeah, a year later, it'd probably go for eight hundred. Yeah, eight hundred, yeah, eight fifty million bucks. <laughs> so ridiculous. One point two. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, the things that people are just. Uh, I mean, I think people's perspectives on prices has dramatically changed as well like you oh, know even before people were like hundred thousand were asking what are people thinking now it's like yeah. oh my god they got it for a hundred that's a pretty good deal you know it's yeah like that's, completely, that's different, the- uh, completely different response um i had clients this week that that were looking at a house at 600 and they were pre-approved for about 525 and i just said i said that literally that six hundred thousand dollar house is probably going to go for seven to 750 like it, you know you're you're not on the right, you're, you're not shopping in this, in the right price range. And I know we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but I mean, right now with the prices points we've been looking at, I mean, I've, I've told clients explicitly, you need to be shopping 10 to 15% under your mm-hmm. pre-approval amount. Like you're not, you're not even going to be competitive if you're shopping at the top end of your <clears throat> limit right now. Um, so, yeah. So one thing actually Dave and I want to talk about and, and has been coming up a lot lately with clients too, especially buying these kind of, uh, you know, older properties in Perth or, or kind of these smaller towns is, uh, the purchase plus program. Um, you know, I, it's an excellent program, especially with the amount of people and the amount of real estate and the amount of people that are buying older homes, I think outside the city, as I said, uh, there's lots of opportunity to, to force appreciation in those properties by, by doing renovations upon moving in. So I know a lot of people love turnkey homes, uh, but we've seen, you know, Greg, I know you've mentioned there's been some homes selling for still a hundred thousand over asking with, you know, original countertops and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, parquet flooring and, uh, you know, things of, uh, things that typically would, would not categorize them in the half million dollar home category, you know, uh, nothing against parquet flooring, but I'm just saying more of the date, like it's dated, you know, like that's more of an eighties, nineties type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are programs, there's a program where you can, uh, essentially have a quote done for the work you want to improve. So if you want to redo the kitchen, washroom, whatever, whatever have you, um, and then you can have the work done and then you get your money back. It's as simple as that. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's obviously yeah. some, some nuance to the program, but I've, uh, I used it here in, in like current home and, um, it's been excellent. I mean, I've, I've walked a lot of clients through it and it's just, uh, small things like you can buy a home, but maybe you just hate the layout of the washroom or, you know, the basement isn't finished. Like you can, you can really customize your home by using this program and force that additional appreciation, which I think a lot of people have taken advantage of, which is also causing 
resale values to be a lot higher because you know there's a lot of HGTV shows and flip this house and all these things and people are starting to think outside the box now and they look at homes differently right when they go in it's not just well I don't like this paint color people are actually starting to see what's possible as opposed to what's there would you agree with that Greg when you're out with buyers yeah everybody's a little bit more in tune with what's going on no one seems to be afraid of work lately but I mean most people overall they still want to they want it done when they move in <clears throat> people are lazy people are lazy overall i find you know and it's like it, it, although they can a lot of people don't want to it's a certain personality but i think there is more that's true i i sometimes ask people about i'm like is this something that you'd be interested in they're like oh sounds complicated i'm like it's not it's really yeah. not. <laughs> you know I, I think it's more the I think it's more construction people are worried are afraid of like they don't know contractors or they don't have never done a project or right. innovation and so it's just like a daunting um, task or or project that just kind of overwhelms them as opposed to just like yeah get that general contractor in and tell them what you want and yeah. get a quote and get it done like it's not uh, it's not the hardest thing in the world but I think it's just that dauntingness um, like getting into it. Word of the week find, daunting. How- how have you found your uh, your bias to be lately, Greg, as far as just like overall attitude? Like, are people still motivated to get out and shop or are people feeling discouraged? Like, what's the overall vibe that you're getting from buyers? Oh. <laughs> oh, coming into the house and just fade in here. It's Alexa. Hey, this is the birthday girl. Savvy just turned five hey. yesterday. Happy five birthday. years old. Yeah. That's nuts. And then... Hey, get in there. Today is still my birthday, and then tomorrow's my birthday too. Three day birthday, of course. That's how we do it around here when you're five. Okay, girls. Mine's July first. <laughs> I have five boys. Okay, grab your stuff. They're getting some stuff in the printer. Yes, yes. Buyers are still very, um, they're very responsive. I mean, they kind of all get it now. No one's really been. You know, like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this is happening. I'm just going to wait. Like, there's some that we've decided to wait for certain reasons that it, you know, may be beneficial for them, for their current situation. But, uh, you know, most of them are just, they're just looking at their numbers and we're just, they're adapting to the circumstances and working with what they they can because they want to own. They want to own. Yeah. You know, anyone that still, comes and still, sits down with me, they, they want to buy. Like, they're ready to go. Are we still seeing... 30 plus offers on homes. Like what's kind of the, yeah, in some, in some instances there is, uh, the last few that I've done, there's only been anywhere from five to 10. So the, the 30 plus, I is not as common as it was like at the first, it's so funny talking about like two weeks ago, like it was a year ago. Yeah. You know, way, but way back in, in the real estate market, I remember two weeks January. ago, you know, in in January, when there was 50 <laughs> offers compared to now, seriously, talking about a few weeks ago, like it's a year. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess, like from what I understand, everyone, everyone I'm talking to, and what I am, what I am seeing that I can can tell you for sure is that I've had more conversations with agents, letting me know that the offer that won is blowing it, right? away the next closest offer. Yeah. So if there's eight offers, there might be seven that are really close. And then the eighth one is just like 50,000 more. So now that's either because, uh, you know, they've lost on 10 other homes and they're just like, I'm, I'm getting this house tonight. Um, so I think that, that's, that's what we're seeing. I mean, and that's, that's pretty accurate. 
So in the, I mean, to that point, in the article that I was reading about the the surge, they were kind of talking about the, um, like, what's driving those prices up. Um, and a lot of it, they said, was also due to restrictions, like the, with the, the most recent lockdown restrictions and people having to stay home, people are just, like, they don't, they don't want to be a listing or looking at homes. And so the people that are serious are just getting hyper aggressive and just throwing, like you said, like outrageous highballs because they just don't want to play. They don't want to play the real estate game anymore. They want to get off the board and uh, hit boardwalk. You know, they're, they want to pass go and call the day. They don't want to do another round. Yeah. And I mean, and it's, and if they find that one house that, I mean, you know, it like when you're looking at homes with buyers, it's like, there's always that one house. You know what I mean? Like you, there's an energy when you walk into it, you're like, holy shit, this is the house. Let's mm-hmm. get the house. So when you're in a market like this, if you are that buyer and you walk in and you're like, this is the house that I really want, you know, then you're just going to, you're going to spend more than you probably thought you even would at the time. Like my mom did a deal last night. It was, she got it like, it was like 152,000 over list. Crazy, crazy location, massive lot, but it was a row. And they were just like, yeah, this is the house we want. Why not 153 over? Wow. 152, 101. Yeah, why not 153? You know, just, you know? for good, just for good measure. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyways, it's uh, it's interesting. But I, I feel for the buyers. I'm glad I'm not shopping right now. Yeah. It's. I'm wondering if, the, like, I'm just waiting for as well, like, this obsession that Canada has of home ownership to, like, dwindle, like, to fade or something. Like the like it in Europe where it's more common for rentals and for people to rent. Um, like Canada, I think has the highest number of of owners of real estate as opposed to renters. Um, and I'm just like people. There's got to be a point at which time at which point people just get fed up and just say the hell with it. Um, but then I mean, yeah. there's others where like I'm sure you get it all the time, Greg. I'm just like, yeah, this is my as long as I can find something in this price range, my max. I don't care yeah. what it is. I don't care as long as within like this parameter general area i had somebody yesterday say anything from woodruff to the bend yeah. in dunrobin and as those, long as those are my favorites those are yeah. my favorite i'm like okay great so we're going to be seeing a lot of each other for the next six months yeah. <laughs> right. so like, my my last pinpoint it yeah the last two homes i've bought have been uh in multi-offer situations and uh i feel like that's just par for the course these days um, but in those instances, and I know Greg, this is the verbiage that you always say to clients, but it's, it's kind of like, what is the price you'd be upset at if you lost it? Because yeah. if you're talking, if a property is listed at 450 and you want to go in at four at 550, just go in at 560 or go in at 565, like that extra 10 or 15,000 equates to, you know, 20, $30 a month. And you get to like, you basically you pay a slight premium, but you get to stop your search. You get the home you want. You're going to be happy in that home for 20 some plus years, maybe. Um, like how much is that worth to you? How much is your time and your effort and your stress worth to you for that extra $20 a month, you know, or $30 a month. It's crazy when I think of doing multiple offers with people in the past and doing or doing offers period with people in the past negotiating and you're $500 apart getting the deal done and both the buyer and the seller are like, no way. No, I'm not going down another five. And the guy's like, I'm not going up another five. 
And I would be like, well, you're lucky you're working with me because here's your 500 bucks. You're buying the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd give it back out of my commission because I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you're going to lose this and then we're going to go to the next one. You're going to pay more money. Then you're going to be pissed. It's like, come on. So to go from that to this, where everyone's like, yeah, another 50. Yeah. Tack it on. I'm not willing to go more. I'm not willing to go out. Free more. money from the bank. <laughs> free money from the bank. I'm not willing to go up any more than 50,000, Greg. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay, like, fine. You're, maybe you're 90. Making, maybe 90. Fine, I guess. You're making the right decision. You want the house? You're making the right decision. Yeah. It's not tomorrow. It's today. So, Greg, I know you have uh, you have a, a commitment at 1030. So, for the, sake of, I do. Uh, for the sake of your time and our listeners, should we hop into the mooses? Let's do it. Let's close <laughs> it up. Uh, next you. week we do have, as I said, we got, uh, Emily Murdoch coming on. So she's, a, she's an appraiser. So if anyone has questions about, uh, anything other than the value of your home, she'll be more than happy to ask you to answer your questions. <laughs> um, okay. Mood boosts. <laughs> I feel like we all need them today. Number one. <laughs> Number one. What kind of music do the cool surfers listen to? New wave. Oh, that's good. Actually, I like that. I wanted to uh, shout out to my grandpa because it's the only way he can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> two for two, bud. Better than last week. Last what week was like, uh, yeah. What? When? Oh, sorry. Let's get the hattie. Oh, what the hat trick? What did the French groundhog see on February 2nd? Is, is chateau. Is what? Is chateau. Is chateau. He's French. Chateau. <laughs> uh, well, that's closing it out. Two and a half on three. <laughs> two and a half on three. <laughs> two and a half. Two and a half. You didn't get the full hat trick. Not the full hat trick. You got the assist. That one's pretty good. Um, I feel like I had something I wanted to mention, but I can't remember. So for next week, you know what I want to do? I think. Oh yeah. So well, I have an art. I have an interview coming out in the Ottawa Business Journal. They're coming to my office to do a photo shoot with me next week. I can't wait. Gonna get all oh. fancy, dress up, and um, you know what I want to talk about on the show? I want to talk. I'm gonna keep pointing my pen at the camera. You know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about commissions. I want to have a big chat about commissions and I want to get people's take on it and even agents take on it. I think that would be a great, great episode. What do you guys think about that? I think it's a good idea. I think for both sides, yeah, I think, uh, I think there's a misunderstanding of how everyone is paid in real estate. And yeah, there is. And I, and I like it transparent because there's certain things that if, even if you're not working with me or Paul or Dave, there's certain things that you should ask your agents about it. You know, ask the questions, go for it. Don't be like, uh, you know, figure it out. You got to know, you got to know. Anyways. I, also worth noting, which I, I don't know if people understand, but if you're buying a house with Greg, myself and Dave, you don't pay any of us anything. Yeah, if you still don't know that. Yeah, completely free. Like, Greg, service is free, paid from the sellers. 
Our service, free, paid for by the banks. Like, you don't pay a penny to use us to buy a house as an FYI. For anyone that doesn't know. I think I think we should. I think we need to. I think we need to have a an episode almost dedicated to commission because I don't think yeah. people also realize the expenses that you know. That's that exactly. So let's do that. You know, for both of us, amount, let's do it. Minus commission. Yeah. Expenses, fees, um, tax, everything. Let's do it. Three weeks from now. Three weeks from now. We'll, we'll, that's what we'll start. That'll be our first big marketing campaign. Friday wrap up commissions. Big yeah. episode. I like it. <laughs> Uh, See you at the end of February. <laughs> Andy, Andy Burgess hilariously says, good effort, fellas. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. <laughs> good effort, fellas. It was, a, <laughs> it was an off week. We'll be back next week stronger than ever. <laughs> this was a great episode. I loved this episode. I love my background in the comedy <laughs> within. Oh, man. all right. Okay. Have a good so weekend, funny. boys. It's so funny how sometimes everything feels so smooth and, and classy and, and everyone's like, ah, it was okay. And other times, you know, we feel like we're completely discombobulated and everyone's like, that was awesome. Well done. You know, yeah. who knows? It's the life. It's we'll the be life here. entertainment. We'll just keep doing it till we're on. Right. You never know. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is the Friday wrap-up, everyone. I'm Paul Stevenson. That's Greg Campbell. Dave Warren's over on this side. Uh... You can check us out, all past episodes as well, on your favorite podcast platform. And we'll be back next Friday with Emily Murdoch. And let's get Have a great weekend. All right. All right. Later. The Friday Wrap-Up, brought to you by Blue Panda Realty, ReferralMortgages.com, and Stephen Hopkins Video. No Flash.